Five by five at the movies. Five by five at the movies. We like watching movies. Now listen to the show. Right, episode six. We almost did it. According to you, if we do one more episode, then we have made it. Right, you just got to get through seven, and then you've made it through the hump, and then you are officially a real podcast. So don't quit. Ooh, that's so. I really want to though. Wouldn't that be really funny? If you keep yelling at me about these microphones, I'm going to quit. I'm just out of protest. Look, every week we try to make the audio quality a little bit better. This week we did pop filters. Uh, Dan Richardson, the guy that did our. Uh, intro music said that when he was listening through isolation headphones, it, like a lot of your voice was going. Well, to be fair, I was saying a lot of things like popcorn. That's not true. I don't <laughs> think we even mentioned popcorn last week. We're a movie podcast. How do we talk about? Let's talk about popcorn. Let's okay. talk about popcorn right, All right now. I'm adding it to the list. Let's no, talk no, no. About we're talking popcorn. about it right now. Okay, popcorn. Popcorn's great. Rebuttal. I'm not a popcorn fan. Why aren't you a popcorn fan? I don't like things in my teeth. That I is, always get it on my teeth. That is fair. Uh, like I eat it when I smell it at the theater, like if it's in front of me, but I've never gone out of my way to order popcorn. I think once you theater. get too crazy with flavors, that's when you lose me. I just want a classic butter movie theater popcorn. I don't want kettle corn. I don't want candy corn. I don't want caramel corn. Just straight up normal movie theater butter popcorn. What about popcorn. smart food white cheddar popcorn? That cheddar? No, that's no, no. Like just give me your classic basic oh, movie see, theater popcorn. I'm always going to go for a flavor on the popcorn. I want cheddar or caramel or kettle. Like I can do that. I could do like truffle parmesan and things like that. That's like fine. But like if you whoa, if whoa, I get a you're pick, saying, oh, ch- cheddar is out of. I'm saying the, I the order, but truffle is I, fine. I am a very wealthy man. I can, <laughs> I can handle it. But if my if I have my druthers about me, I'm only gonna do classic movie theater butter. I'm not gonna disparage you, but I'm just saying I am out. See, I'm also inclined to not get the butter because your hand's gonna get all greasy. Well, yes, no, and you're gonna feel miserable an hour later because you ate half a bag before the previews were over. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, so you're kind of welcome talking, to popcast. You're, you're popcast. You're uh, you're talking yourself out of the popcorn now. Well, I'm saying like I I it's been a long time because I've been spoiled by the fact that I can have cheeseburgers and pizza with movies. Right. That I have not. It's been a very long time since I've done just popcorn and soda. Like, and I, I have not done that combo in a very very long time. Absolutely have a uh, hatred of microwave popcorn. Really? Yeah. Why do you hate microwave pop? I don't know, because I always burn it. I never cook it the right way. Well, It's always too few are popped or too many are popped and burnt. There's, there's a no button spot. on the machine. You just press the button and it'll cook it. For, it is the easy. Do you forget the plastic wrap? That's the only way you can mess this up. You Look, just you put it in. There is a that button. button. Is not universal for every type of uh, microwave popcorn. For most of it, it is. All right, can we get to the news? No, this is the only <laughs> thing I want to talk about now. It is like a ninety percent success rate. You have to go out of your way to fuck that up. You know what popcorn I like? What do you like? When at Christmas time, when you have the tin and it has the three kinds of popcorn in Ugh. it: the regular and the cheese. That is and a the caramel. staple present from an aunt that you only talk to at Christmas. I would love to have ants I just talk to at Christmas if they give me that kind of popcorn. You can also just buy like the same with the like, Halloween candy. You just like get that. Like H-E-B has it right now. Yeah, but I feel like that has to be gifted. Otherwise I'm just the fat guy buying the giant tin of popcorn. <laughs> one tin of popcorn please. All the flavors. There's I'm, no way I'm going to buy one I'm tin. I'm going to take out the divider. <laughs> I'm going to take out the divider. I'm going to mix them all up. That way I had a big handful. You're an anarchist. You cannot take out the divider between the three types of popcorn. That's awful. Yay. All right. Have we started? No. Uh, Yes, we're recording. Uh, I feel like we've said pop enough that 
we'll know in the recording if these Girly pop filters. Pop. <laughs> Sick good. and tired of all. <laughs> oh, you don't even know the words to pop. I got so close and I realized I want to commit to this bit. Otherwise, we're going to get sued. Sick and tired of hearing all you people, people talk, talk about. What's the deal with this pop life and when's it going to fade out? Okay. Think no, you no, got no, to no. realize. We got to do, do the podcast. <laughs> no, we don't. All right. So anyway, uh, so now Dan will tell us if we're popping or not. Uh, all right, let's talk about the. Fr- oh, also, the beep is back. Yay! I'm pretty sure it was gone this week, but it's back today for us. So it came you're specifically for this recording. You know, so, so do I sometimes. Well, uh, okay. First, first piece of news: Stanley. That's the that's the big one. That's, that's the big, the big one. one. He died 95. I'm gonna call it a win because he made <laughs> what? Hold on, because <laughs> he made it to 95. That's okay. awesome. How many uh, people make it to 95? Not not a lot. I I feel like you need to rephrase that. Sorry, sentence. I think. Stan did a good job. He, he held had on a, as long as he could. He had a long, fruitful life, many successes, definitely one of the icons of a lot of different industries. Died so. rich as fuck. Yes. So and that I think like hasn't he already like pre recorded a whole bunch of That's on my list. Yeah, so he's uh, done a bunch of these. Feige says that not only is Avengers four uh, cameo absolutely filmed, that they actually have a backlog of a couple different cameos. Right, which a lot of those Really, the some of the later cameos were just kind of just like randomly inserted. Right. Like it could have been anything. It just like it happened to work out this way. So it's gonna go from everyone in the theater chuckling to everyone in the theater going, "Aw." So the next the next Marvel one that comes out is going to be Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Okay, so yep. that's gonna be the big one. That's gonna get the big. Aw. You know what I think they should do? What they should remove the cameo from that's Captain from Marvel. Captain Marvel. Save it. For Avengers Four, because that'll be a big one. That'll be a bigger because that's going to be a big moment. It's going to be like that big reaction, that big like it right. could be. It could be like a really strong send off. So either save it for that one or delete all the other cameos you have and uh-huh. just make that be the final one. That should be the big. Yeah, I feel like the the longer time goes on, the more cameos I see, the sadder I'll get. Right, like oh, it's going to lose its pop. After a little bit, it's gonna lose a lot of its. It's gonna lose its what? Its pop after a little bit. Well, it's gonna lose. It's gonna lose some of the impact every time because we know he's not there. Because the first one has been filmed, the second one's been filmed. After that, though, it's gonna be like, okay, all right, like this didn't seem to make sense. You just kind of like you're just recycling a lot of these, right? So I think you make it big and then end it. All right. So I don't think we need a lot of these set aside. I wasn't on board when you started talking about this, but now I am. If you if we just pick one that we care about, and then you, the rest can be like extras on the DVDs. Yeah, just like throw it in there as like a special feature. You can like make it a supercut or anything you want to do that. But I think make the last one Avengers four and make it mean something. I mean you I mean you can digitally re, redo any of these things. You can make mm-hmm. them all like make them say whatever you want and like that. But I think it needs to be like that final goodbye. I do not want a CGI puppet of Stanley. Yeah, well, they did that for the Star Wars movie. They did the they just recreated that whole that dude. They just brought him back to life. That dude. Yeah. Okay, tell me the name of the character they brought oh, back to life. Christ. Okay. I'll give you a hundred dollars if you tell me the name of the character they brought back to life in Star Wars. Tarkleton. Oh, you're so close. <sighs> oh, but you lose Tarkin. Dang it. Grand Ed, Moff Tarkin. Grand Moff Tarkin, okay. Tarkleton. I, I, it's like his Jewish nephew. <laughs> if he were a... Oh, the Tarkletons just if, moved in If he in were a door. children's turtle cartoon, he yeah. would be Tarkleton. Tarkleton the turtle. 
He can okay. count by twos and tie his shoes and I'm... blow up the Death Star. Uh, well, Tarkin doesn't blow up the Death Star. He blows Nerd. up the I'm going to make a, a t-shirt for this podcast. It's Tarkleton the Turtle. <laughs> and the, the design on the shell is going to be the Death Star, and it's going to be adorable, and no one's going to buy it because no one... I got. I could have been way further off. I got really close. You, I, you are closer than I thought possible for you. Okay, that's good. Okay, stay close to the microphone. I'm trying, oh, go? L- look how I'm sitting, how I'm close to the microphone. Beat your ass. Good luck. All right, what's next? Okay, uh, let's talk about my favorite piece of news of the week, Detective Pikachu. Yay, this was amazing. I love okay. this so much. Because you're a big Ryan Reynolds fan. I am. Um, Deadpool is my favorite. Deadpool I know and Deadpool are my favorite, favorite movies. What are your thoughts on Ryan Reynolds as the voice of Pikachu? So I do, I'm not sold on, on him as the voice yet. Because he's a little too pithy. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely, Pikachu's a cocky fucker. Yes. Specifically, Ash's Pikachu. I don't know if this is supposed to be Ash's Pikachu I'm assuming, after Ash dies. I'm assuming all... Like, if a Pikachu is the main character, it's Ash's Pikachu. Right. So, it's, it's a little too pithy. I, I can deal with cocky, but it's... I, I'm not sold yet. I'm, I don't hate it. I'm just not super on board. I think the trailer looks spectacular. I love seeing Jigglypuff with the marker. Oh yeah, Jigglypuff was angry looking. Oh, I love an angry Jigglypuff. The the they all all the so to be fair, all the Pokemon looked a little odd, like a little off. The one that looked the most realistic was Mr. Mime. Oh, 100%. Who is the creepiest fucking Pokemon in oh, the yeah. entire extended universe. I saw someone universe. post online, like, if there was one Pokemon I could strangle to death with my bare hands, it would be Mr. Mime. And I agree with that. I, I, uh, I also didn't recognize some of the Pokemon in there. Well, so a lot of them were Gen 1, but there were a couple that were for sure later generation. Okay. So I thought it was interesting that they were really highlighting all the Gen 1 Pokemon. Get the cause, nostalgia. Because that's the one that people know. Like, no matter what, like, this is going to be targeted towards the older crowd, the older demographic, and the older people stopped after Gen 1, maybe Gen 2, but even then you're kind of pushing it. So this yeah. is, like, going to be the original 151. With some other ones highlighted in, but I feel like those are going to be more minor characters. I love that you called me a nerd earlier. Uh, yeah, because you were talking about nerd shit. I'm talking about real shit. Like Pokemon. Yeah, Pokemon's real. Uh, I like the premise of the movie so far. I like the grittiness, the darkness, uh, everything about it so far. I do. I, I can understand why people are not, or at least a little weird with Ryan Reynolds as the voice. That's Just, the only thing I have so far. But... I, I didn't know I didn't know he was attached to this. I didn't know like that, but I feel like that's part of what makes it it feels more of like a mainstream film because of that. It feels more like, oh wow, there's like some real Hollywood magic going on in this. There's a real celebrity attached to it. But I've also said that when he does the Pika Pika voice, it's much higher or it's not him doing it, but like when they like when they show in the trailer that like, people right. can't understand it, it's that high pitch. It's not Ryan's going, Hey Pika Pika. I would have given everything if they paid Ryan Reynolds and the only thing he did was Pika Pika. Oh, like I am Groot. Like if, that, if he just Vin Diesel, I am Groot for the whole time, that would have been the best thing in the world. Hey, Pika Pika. <laughs> right, uh, so I'm on board. I didn't think I was going to be on board. I'm ready to see that movie. I'm ready for the entire world building they're putting into it. I'll watch a thousand Pokemon movies now. Oh, yeah, no. I, I still will watch Pokemon movies. I'm still fine with all of them. Like, Didn't Pikachu talk in the last Pokemon movie? He Okay, yes. He did. Okay, explain. It was, or he took his glasses off. Do you I took my this? glasses off for this. It was, guy. it was one of those things where it was he talked, but it was in Ash's head. Okay, so or, we, or we not really. Talk. I don't. I can't even remember if it was Ash, but it was like in the main character's head. So it, it was. was Ash. It was Ash. Yeah. So it was not so much like a oh my god you started talking. It was like this like heartfelt moment before we say goodbye, and then 
it so it was like he heard like a voice and a tied out and oh boy did i tear up in the theater this movie came out like a year ago and i still cried i will i'm i'm looking forward to crying you're during, crying right now i'm looking forward to crying during detective pikachu because there has not been a pokemon movie that i have not cried through at some point you know what's funny is the episode one you talked about how you hate crying in movies and you don't want that you just want to go have a good time yeah i know but I'm saying this will happen. Okay. But it's Pokemon, so that one outweighs the balance. Speaking of crying in theaters, Toy Story 4. Ooh, boy. The teaser dropped, and then they followed up with a little Key and Peel trailer kind of thing, which you haven't seen, right? No, I've not seen that yet. It's basically just their two toy characters debating what the quotes were for past Toy Story movies. Like they couldn't get Infinity and Beyond right, and they finally do when Buzz and Woody show up. It's kind of cute. Um the teaser uh, is fine. Well, it's it's a te- there's never been a teaser worth a damn. I, I disagree with you, but the the Spork character. Let's talk about. Uh, so, spoiler alert: if you haven't seen the teaser yet, for a teaser, who gives a shit about okay. a teaser spoiler? Yeah, uh, there's a Spork character, so it looks like a child has turned a Spork and pipe cleaners into a toy, and now it came to life. So we have. Much like uh, the first Toy Story movie, we have an existential crisis of something that's a toy not thinking it's a toy. Yeah, which I, 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 I stand by my stance. I don't think teasers mean anything. I don't think teasers are worth anything. Yeah. Because well, all, all it did was show you, hey, these characters still exist. Yeah. Look at them. They're dancing around. Like It's more of a look who's coming back. But right. there's no like plot details coming out. There's no. But you got a new character. You get a new character. Two, yes. Three new characters if which, you include the key and peel thing. Yes. Which oh boy, a spork with eyes in it. That's great. Googly eyes. Googly eyes. Yeah. But um, I. How long has this been in development? Because I feel a while. like I feel like they threatened Toy Story four for a while. <laughs> it's coming, whether you want it or not. Because Toy Story three was like the perfect end. To the saga, to the story. Man, remember the incinerator scene? Oh my god! Oh, oh that was brutal. Oh boy, that's that's the last time I really got upset in the theater. I think. Well, Toy Story three came out, and I was a junior in college, mm-hmm. so that was like the, the way it ended was very much like I could still very relate to the idea. Because you left all your talking toys at home. I did, but I wanted to take like one or two, and that's kind of like what Andy did with Woody. He was still kind of like, I'm I'm still gonna take this one because. Even if I don't do anything with it, I'll just take them and put them on my shelf, and I can do something with it. So, like, that still resonated with me, and that was, like, that moment of, like, oh, oh, no. So then this movie yeah. is the – what I, I, I guess we're just speculating what the plot is going to be. Right, because all we got was a teaser. So <laughs> is it just going to be more adventure? Because they all went to, like, that little girl at the end yeah. of the movie. So then are they going to go to Beep. Goodwill? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie yet. I'm I'm excited for it. It's going to come out because it's going to be awesome because all the Toy Story movies are awesome. I'm very curious what the next emotional beats are going to be and where the next storyline is going to go. Because three was them coming to terms with their death. Yep. How do you up the stakes from that? I, I don't know. Like <laughs> they were all gonna die. Like that was hey, an intense scene. We man. have made peace with the fact that we are about to die. That teddy bear was a piece of shit. Oh my god! What yeah. an evil fucking teddy. And bear. not even like justified. Just a Just dick for the dick sake. A dick for the dick sake. Put that on the t-shirt next to Tarkleton the turtle. <laughs> a dick for the dick sake. All right, uh, we got some more deets on Godzilla versus King Kong movie coming out. 
Oh yeah, that was happening. Yeah. Yeah. So you remember uh, Kong Skull Island, and then the latest Godzilla movie, and they made them roughly the same size, mm-hmm. and promising this in-universe they're gonna fight movie now. Mm-hmm. And uh, the uh, the deets come out that there's a conspiracy to wipe out all the monsters. Like there's like an evil human corporation, and it's like. Although, like, some people think that you should save some of the monsters and give them their own preserve, kind of like Jurassic Park. Uh, people are going to wipe out the monsters so that then, yes, King Kong and Godzilla are going to fight at the beginning, but then they think they're actually going to team up and fight, like, an army of humans. That's the, the speculation. Okay. Cool. Which I'm, I'm with. I like both those movies. I, I, I didn't see the movies. But they've also been, these have been, like, kind of like the ongoing series since, like, the 50s. So, the, like, these are all reboots. Was it? These are reboots. Well, they're reboots, yeah, but the story has always been yeah. there. There's always been Godzilla movies. There's always been But now been they're King the Kong. biggest they've ever been. Right, which... You didn't see Kong Skull Island? No, John C. Riley is amazing in it. I, I heard good things about it. I saw a lot of the trailers for it. Not all, it looked good. I just never saw it. Right. Um, cool. It's yeah. exciting. I mean... That's how I kind of feel about the next piece of news. A uh, new Garfield movie. Cool, Wait, I guess. Wait, what? Yeah. Wait, what? A new Garfield movie's coming out. It's in development. It's going to be out next year. They're going to reboot A Tale of Two Kitties? <laughs> yeah, so there's no word yet. I'm proud of that. No I'm really proud of that. No should be. Yeah, like those, those movies are kind of notorious for being uh, what they are. Well, they were, what, like 2004-ish? Like somewhere like early 2000s. They tricked Bill Murray into being in them. No word yet whether Bill Murray will be Garfield again. I can guarantee you it won't. he won't be. Uh, but I will tell you, Mark Dindle, who directed Emperor's New Groove, is the director. I think they're trying to try and take it the way they took the Peanuts movie, like that newer one. Yeah, but didn't that also not do great? Uh, I mean, all the animated movies do well overseas, so they do well overseas. But like, it didn't. I guess I judge a movie on how much cultural significance it leaves, and I feel like the Peanuts movie kind of came and went. I agree. So like, there was no real big thing. I don't know. I've might had, be a cash grab. We don't know. I I have had arguments with friends before, friends who might show up on this podcast one day. Over if Garfield is better than Heathcliff. Uh, I'm going to say Heathcliff's better. I think that's the argument he takes. I, I can yeah. I can share that. I mean, Garfield's just kind of a, a lazy, fat sack of shit, which although I, I empathize, uh, Heathcliff, you know, he was out there with his buddies in the, in the, in the trash dump. He was doing stuff. He was living, man. I, I don't want to misquote him, so we'll ask him if he ever comes on. But I believe there... I mean, there is a fierce argument between Garfield and Heathcliff. Okay. And both sides are wrong. That's true. Who gives a shit? Uh, speaking of who gives a shit reboots, Yay! Child's Play is getting a reboot. And it, it not only is it coming out, it has a release date as it's being filmed, which, as everyone knows, is such a good sign you for a movie. Always make sure you tell everyone when the movie comes out, even while you're making it. Uh, okay, so do you know at what point... So they're rebooting the entire thing. Yes, so, like, there's no Child's Play reboot, a brand new version of Buddy... Mm-hmm. Slash Chucky. It's like yeah. Buddy Doll, but it's gonna be Chucky. Uh, Aubrey Plaza Re- is attached. Really? And released is June twenty first, twenty nineteen, by Orion Pictures. That's seven months from now. Yeah. I, okay. I guess I don't know how long it takes to edit a movie. I don't know how less long than it... seven months. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, have you seen the Child Play movie? I've seen every single one of them. What do you think of them? I love the Child's Play movies, but I like them more the worse they get. So, I like the puppet sex with him and Jennifer Tilly. Jennifer Tilly, yeah. That's, I, I liked Bride of Chucky. 
I didn't see Seed of Chucky. There was one more after Seed of Chucky, right? There was... There was Cult of Chucky. Okay. Which was 2017. Okay, so... when did that happen? Cult of Chucky came out 2017. Was that a reboot? No. What? How did I? How do you? How do I miss Puppet Murder movie? Like I feel like I should be all over. Like I should know that's going on. Kind of on a side tangent. If I could have one celebrity narrate my life, it wouldn't be Morgan Freeman or anything like that. It would be Jennifer Tilly. Really? Jennifer Tilly. Oh. I love her voice, man. I. Short bursts. I don't know if short I could have like the entire the entirety of my life just talk to me, Jennifer Tilly. She's just, she's very, like, gruffly, quietly spoken. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't, I mean. She's like a sexy, trashier Renee Zellweger to me. <laughs> what a pull. All right. I don't know. That's, that's how I view um, her. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm ready I'm, for another Chucky. I'm, I'm ready for this reboot because they're so dumb. Like, they're dumb and I don't care about them. I'm uninvested. They are I'll, I'll dumb. I'll watch it. I'll watch another the one. The problem with Chucky movies is that... A puppet. It's a puppet. <laughs> it's you are terrified of a doll. And maybe the 90s and like the late 80s, we didn't have enough material and like enough technology to make that worth a damn. But at the end of the day, it's you're running around from like a doll. Like, yeah. unless it like... Like, the only way it could do it is like it just sneaks up behind you and like stabs you. But even then, it's... Ah. Yeah, but he's little and he's squirrely. He's a little... And I, I loved the myth... I love the mythology. More okay. than anything. The world building of Chucky. The world building of Chucky. Just the whole idea of here's a serial killer, goes yep. to a toy shop, yep. and he knows to do voodoo enchantment. Of course. And that's and that's that is like all the establishment you need for this how this movie works. Like, give me that, that's great. This just guy and he just puts his life force into a doll. And everyone decides, you know what we're gonna do with this doll that is like covered in blood? Well, we'll sell that. And then every movie after that, it just Results into like the blood of the doll gets contaminated into something else. So it's just this evil blood. You know, I started thinking about how unique it was for having puppet sex. And I guess it's, a, it's one of the first puppet sex, but there's been a lot of movies with puppet sex. Have there been a lot or just a couple? Team America. Team America. Anomalisa. Okay. All uh, right, maybe that's it. Well, there's the. Um, what else? That one that just came out Happy Time Murders. Oh, yeah, more puppet. There's a lot of puppet sex. I, to me, four is a lot. I guess that's a lot because you also have to consider how many puppet movies there are. Just end of sentence. How right. many puppet movies are not, there? Not as many. There's not there's as many. There's a lot of fucking in these. So in the pie chart, <laughs> in the pie chart of puppet movies, right. a good third of them is puppet fucking. Is puppet fucking. Right. Not, a, not the entire time, but it includes a scene or two. Right. It's not like a puppet porno. No. Which is fine. I'm fine <laughs> with that. I'm fine with that not existing. Yeah? Are you a furry? Nope. Okay. What's it with confidence? Ready for the last piece of news? Yes. Most popular picture is not dead, says Academy President John da- uh, John Bailey. Sorry, John Bailey says not dead yet. So here's a little backstory. Oh please. A lot of people might not know this. During nobody Fan- knows this. During Fantastic Fest, there is yep. an event called the Fantastic Debates. Right. And the idea is you have two people arguing two different sides of an issue. And then they box. Normally celebrities, but not so much this year. Not so much this year, but Keith and I did this debate back in September, and we argued whether or not the Academy Award should be given to this exact thing. Like, this should exist. I have said this is not the worst piece of news in the entire world. Like, the idea of most popular film Oscar is not terrible. And I said it's the dumbest piece of shit fuck-all idea I've ever heard in my life. And my argument has been this entire time. Go ahead. It does not replace best picture right this is just given 
in adjacent to. So it is acknowledging films that made something with pop culture. It doesn't remove its chances from also winning Best Picture. This is just another metric to award. It's now acknowledging movies that have a cultural impact. And my position is that you're a racist uh, and that this is just a way to erase Black Panther's shot at getting Best Picture. Which it won't be. It won't. You think it'll win both? It can win both. And my argument has been you can win both. You can be nominated for both. You take Toy Story. One best animated feature was also nominated for best picture. Like you could didn't go win for, both. It didn't win, but you was still nominated. Right. And I feel like if Black Panther at least is nominated for best picture, people are going to be okay with it. They Let would me love read to you see- the quote from John Bailey. He okay. said, "This seemed like a good idea. The board approved it, announced it. We got a lot of pushback, so the board reconsidered it and tabled it. Which is not to say that the idea is dead. Even if it has a stake driven through its heart, there's still interest." Right, and I think that you should acknowledge films that have left an impact on pop culture. Right. And I feel like that's okay. But you do that for nominating them for Best Picture. (laughs) Yes, you can, but you can also give them an award that says, hey, you had the most success in maintaining cultural awareness. How many many Academy Awards has Harry Potter won? None. Yeah. And it never will because the Academy— because they're over. They will never recognize any of these kinds of movies. They will never recognize— yeah, but I like the books so much better than the movies. Okay, nerd. But you talked about Pokemon so enthusiastically. Stop calling me a nerd. <laughs> no, I'm gonna do some push-ups. <laughs> nerd. I can do a push-up if I wanted. <laughs> um, I don't know how much traction it'll have, but I'm okay. I'm okay with this award existing. I'm okay with this acknowledgement. I'm okay if this happens. So I think the whole thing, it's a ratings thing. They want, the, God, that beep is killing me. Uh, they want the ratings to go up. So it would be like the Academy members still vote for Best Picture, but then they open up to everybody. You can vote for your, like almost American Idol style text in to vote and how they're going to get people to watch the goddamn Oscars. Which again. is fine. It doesn't, you don't lose anything by adding another award. Just because this is like a fan driven award doesn't make it less. Just out of curiosity, what would you rather win? An Oscar or a People's Choice Award? An Oscar. Okay, just checking. Yeah, and this is saying we are adding an Oscar. Yeah, it's a People's Choice Award. That's all it is. It is the Academy Award for... for most popular. Right. What were the first two words of that? Most popular. Academy Award. Award. You're winning but, an Oscar. But it's not voted on by the Academy. The Who Academy gives, gives... That's the whole thing. It's like it's an Academy Award because the Academy of Arts and Sciences gives you the award. The Academy said, okay, we're going to let everyone else vote. So here, the people it give is, you this, not us. You're right. We shouldn't listen to the people. Fuck you, the people. You are right. The establishment should stay in charge. That's what the Emmys are for, the Golden Globes, the People's Choice Awards. The people have their thing. This is for the learned people of the film community to acknowledge all their learned people of the film community, you ignorant piece of shit. You're right. The fans are dumb. They don't know they're me. They have every other award show. Listen to the same group of old white people to explain the rules. (laughs) You're a racist. Let the establishment (laughs) run the show. You're absolutely right. Why'd you gotta bring race into it? You don't know how many people in the Academy are white. I know how many aren't. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm done talking about this. Okay, good. (laughs) Okay. uh, Here's part two of our interview with Doug Benson. 
Well, my interview. You don't do the interviews. You no, don't I'm give a, a shit. I'm going to do push-ups. Okay, you go do push-ups. Oh, he's really doing push-ups. That's weird. All right. Uh, this is the last shitty quality recorded interview we're ever going to have. Beep. Uh, so Allegedly. Allegedly. Because now we've got two mics. we got pop filters. Fred, if you're still listening to the podcast, I hope you are. Uh, we're doing everything we can for you, Fred. We're fucking pulling for you. Um, let's listen to the rest of that interview. Yay. What's what's your worst movie going experience that you can remember in recent oh, history? Oh, jeez. Recent history, worst experience. I mean, that's part of the you know treat of going to the draft houses is just the threat of being thrown out for talking really really gets people quiet. Like I've, I I I really do see a lot of movies at draft houses because I I just really like that that rule, but. Let me think of one. I just like I, I really I'm maybe I don't know if it's because I'm old or just just trying to just live a positive life. But I, I just sort of let go of the the bad All right. you know experiences. So I I kind of have to go classic because um, I'll never forget when I saw George Romero's Dawn of the Dead. I was like too young to see it, but I snuck in right and was you know very scared about it, like very very worried about how frightened I'd be by a you know unrated horror movie where they were telling you you had to be 18 to get in and um, there was a guy I think it was also a late night screening and it wasn't completely full there was a lot of empty seats but there was a guy just sitting a couple rows behind me that like hiccups or something mm-hmm. every 40 seconds to a minute he would just go but once you have heard that, right, and you're like only thirty minutes into a two-hour movie, right, that's a tense movie, where you're watching people get jumped on by zombies, you know, out of out of nowhere. You just don't need somebody in the room. So the whole movie. That is the yeah, the entire movie did not stop doing it, and you and it wasn't like you could turn around and look and he'd stop. It was clearly like a tick that he can't couldn't control. Uh, so like one of those people that was just has it for the rest of his has life. Has a thing, yeah. So he's just, trying to go to the movies when they're not full. Like a couple weeks after it's out, they're not piss off as many people as possible. Or he was just fucking with people because that would be a That's fucked fun. up thing to do to go to a scary movie and That's just make a fun. weird little noise every once in a while. We saw a movie here at Fantastic Fest where. In the soundtrack is suddenly the sound of like a man snoring, but mm-hmm. it's in the soundtrack and there's no visual of a man snoring on screen. Mm-hmm. And the way they did the mix, it really seemed like there was just some <laughs> somebody. And at a festival, you sort of right. expect every mm-hmm. once in a while somebody's gonna crash out of and fucking you know saw some logs. Mm-hmm. And so it really felt like some guy, somebody in the theater was making the noise. The last movie I saw, not a draft house, was Star Trek Into Darkness. And I was in That's Boston. It's been a few years. It's been a few years. <laughs> it was in Boston, and there was this guy behind me in the thickest Boston accent, narrated the entire film to his girlfriend, who's never seen a Star Trek film before. Oh. It was amazing. So he's like, That's Spock. <laughs> he's got a phaser. It's got two settings. Stun and kill. The whole movie. And finally, I just got up. I'm like, hey, man, can you call it down? And he's about eight times my size. And I'm, like, no, I'm a big dude. And he's just like, fuck off. And I'm like, all right. So I fucked off. And I left. And that, that's the end of that story. Yeah, that's the thing about the uh, telling people to be quiet. I've, I've sort of adopted the 
I'll just get up and leave and see this movie some other time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, except for Alamo Draft House, where you can, right. like, surreptitiously make a note and somebody will actually do something. Most theaters aren't going to do something if you complain. Plus, going out to the lobby, now I'm missing the movie. Yeah. I'm missing part of this because of this jerk right. that won't shut the fuck up. You know, like, it becomes, it, it becomes such a thing to me that I would just rather, I'll just see it another time. I'll get I, I like I, I really go for optimal <laughs> situations. If so, if something's really really bothering me, I'll you know I'll I'll just try to walk away. But you know at South by mm-hmm. uh, a few years ago mm-hmm. uh, at a screening of you know it's a guy I know. He's been on Douglas movies and he's a, a, a director and a lovely person in Ty West. I'm sure yeah. he's rolled through here a bunch of times. Yeah. He. Uh, he was showing his movie in a valley of violence over at the Zach uh, mm-hmm. here in town and um, you know about halfway through the movie it caught my eye a guy like in the front row of the theater and I was pretty far in the back you know it's kind of like tiered yeah. mm-hmm. so it's kind of up kind of high but I could see a guy down in the front row with people sitting around him mm-hmm. watching videos Get of shit on here. his phone during the movie. Was the music on? The you know, I, don't know. I don't know. I couldn't hear that because okay. I was too far away. But I was still seeing him look at it and seeing right. that no one around him was saying anything, but they must have been uncomfortable. Right. And then the guy sitting next to me, who comes to Fantastic every Fest every year, his name's Jeff, he uh, got up, went all the way down to where the guy was, tapped him on the shoulder, mm-hmm. gave him a uh-uh gesture. Wag of the finger? Yeah. And the guy just kind of looked up at him. Went back to what he was doing. Was it Ty West? <laughs> no. He <laughs> <laughs> was just sick of his own movie. Yeah, that would make sense. But then, so Jeff comes back and sits down next to me. And I'm, you know, and this is now the movie's coming to the end. It's very exciting. Right. It's, I, I thought it was a great movie. And uh, uh, so I didn't, like, confer with him, like, well, what happened to that guy? Why is he still doing that? Mm-hmm. And he just kept going, and I could not focus on watching the movie. I just kept... If you were a tear up, you probably could have hit him with something. I just kept thinking, like, this must be bothering people, so that bothers me. Instead of right. just being like, well, it's far enough away from me, I don't need to worry about right. it. So I went over, I just couldn't take it anymore. I went all the way down to the guy, and I just stayed with him. I didn't like make a suggestion and walk away I like went right up to him hey man put that away right now turn that off okay and he was like fuck you what do you mean and I'm like the guy was drunk Uh, of course but this was it was 2.30 in the afternoon too sweet so so it was like a ridiculous time for a drunk guy to be watching his phone not end of the day (laughs) yeah and so I uh, I was like dude you gotta fucking turn that shit off and he's like I'm not what do you mean you can't tell me what to do and then he gets up on his feet Sweet. And I'm right. like, come on, let's go. And now right. the entire theater is watching me throw right. a guy out. Of course, right? And I did. Like, I, got, I got him to leave. <laughs> but yeah. I really was and like the only... If you had had a clipboard, that guy would have given you <laughs> exactly. zero guff. He would have been like, fuck yeah. All right. You it says here on this clipboard, it's time for you to go. <laughs> yeah. The clipboard says go. You're out of ass. Or I'll time. fucking hit you with it. Because I, I thought he was going to take a swing at me, but... I managed to get him out because he had that I think he had a little bit of oh yeah this probably isn't right what I'm doing right even a though, even though he was, even though he was drunk I think he had a little bit of like oh wait a second now someone's 
kind of woke me up to what's happening. <laughs> but then the movie was like, had two, three minutes. It was very much over. And I went right. back to my seat and watched the rest of it. It was just sort of like, had that adrenaline thing for the rest of the time. And then, very satisfactory seeing tweets from people saying, Doug Benson threw, threw a guy <laughs> out of the movie for looking at his phone. I was like, I felt very draft house. <laughs> I really want to know what the videos on his phone were. I, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't ever see what was more what was more interesting than Damn. than the movie to that guy. You should have did like before you threw him. I'd be like, oh, what do you got going on there? What's what's up? Hey, what you watching? Is it, is it another screener? <laughs> is it a better movie than this one? <laughs> All right, last question I'm gonna ask you is what has been your favorite movie at Fantastic Fest this year? Mm. That you've seen. That's tough because they did a good job this year. They did a great job this year, as they always do. Everybody that comes to this festival is loving everything, but I'm not as hardcore as most of the people. I'm not like right. looking for the most violent, mm-hmm. most rapey movie I can find. Most dog deaths. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, I don't want any dog deaths. So, uh, <laughs> John Wick was enough. But, um, so like the movie that, the movies that appeal to me the most are the ones that are like refreshingly non-violent. Right. <laughs> so I really liked uh, Jonah Hill's movie, Mid-90s. Mm-hmm. It was a really sweet, funny movie. And then we saw a thing today, a uh, documentary called When the Screaming... After the Screaming Stops? When the Screaming Stops. But uh, it's about screaming stopping, which sounds like a great Fantastic Fest right. horror movie title. Yeah. But it's a documentary about this band, Bross, uh, in England that was like, uh, you know, one of those bands that teenage girls really liked a lot right. and flocked around. And then they sort of broke up and a bunch of times gone by. And this is them doing a reunion show, and it's two twin brothers of the drummer and the lead singer. Okay. And as you can imagine, you know, when it comes to bands, drummers and lead singers are probably... The, if two people are in the band are going to fight, it's probably those two. It's fair. Because between them, they're both deciding when each song starts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? they got to write that out. So they're twins, and they don't get along great. So, so it's really interesting. That's great. Yeah, but it's a it's a funny movie, but also yeah, it really uh, takes a good look at these guys and and they do this big reunion show and it's uh, uh, I enjoyed watching that a lot and but every time I see a movie at Fantastic Fest that's, that I don't like, I'm like somebody else is really going to dig this. Of course they are. It's not like just complete garbage. Right. It's something that is just not it's for not me. Your taste. <laughs> It's not my thing. Uh, funny you say John Wick, my costume for the Halloween party was I wore a suit and I was John Thick. There's no laughter for that joke. I get it. I like it. I get it. All right, that's it. <laughs> Did you put John a wig on? I didn't put a wig on. I just wore a suit. The guy didn't have his hair. You know that cool? And then the guy I boxed in the boxing match was a dead dog. That's oh, okay. It. There you go. So John Thick and his dead dog. That's it. That's my joke. I'm going to cut right. this part out. All right. <laughs> There's no laugh. Thank you, Doug Benson, for doing this. And, You're uh, welcome. That's it. That's the end of this interview. And we're back. That was the second part of my interview with Doug Benson. Uh, Thank you again to him for doing that when he didn't have to. Again, like, I got, you know, these famous people to do recordings for this podcast that didn't exist at the time. And now it does. And that's exciting. And I hope you guys are enjoying it. We have reached the end of the stretch of people doing this out of the kindness of their heart. And now you have to do it because we're fucking awesome. Yeah. All right. So a special thank you. To not only Doug Benson, but my co-host, Mason Shear. Hey, that's me. What do you have to plug this week, Mason? I don't plug things. Just make something up. Go to Lisa Mattress. Okay. 
Is, is that who our sponsor is this week? Uh, yes. I hope they're a sponsor one day. We need some sponsors. I, I like podcasts when they do the whole thing. Like, thanks to Audible. Use code Ruckus to... I, I shouldn't say this on the thing. Oh, please. I super... 15 second skip every time I hear no, this. No, I would just... I love hearing the people sell out. Look, I need to go back to the comedy. All right? All right, listen, comedy, bang, bang. I am not here for to hear Scott Ackerman, blah, 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 about stamps.com. Let's get it on, yada, yada, yada. Let's go back See, to I, Paul uh, F. Tompkins pretending I, to be somebody. I like the ad reads, and I listen to the ad reads every time. Oh, I don't. I skip them. All right, well, if anyone out there... Uh, give I'll, us ad money. Give us ad money, and I'll talk about how people should sit around... And listen to our ads. Uh, thank you so much to everyone listening right now. Thank you to our future advertisers. Please review us on iTunes if you're so inclined. Lisa Mattress. Not Lisa Mattress. Email us at 5x5film at gmail.com with any questions, concerns, or criticisms. Find us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash 5x5withemovies. Thank you, Dan Benjamin, Hattie Cook, the 5x5 Network. Thank you, Dan Richardson, for doing our title music. And we'll see you next week with another 5x5 of the movies. Roll credits.